Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. But let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Happy, 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 happy hump day. Thanks for joining us on Let's Talk to Tony Michaels podcast. It's Wednesday, 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern. You know what time that is. It's time to kick it off here. And we have a special guest for you today. A special guest interview for you today. Heather Gardner is going to be here. We're going to play trivia. Me and Gabe play trivia. With Heather, we play game show trivia, as a matter of fact. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. We, we pre-record our guest episodes, as you know, here on the Tony Michaels Podcast. So we have a great interview with Heather. We have we have a fantastic trivia game. And then we have a new segment called One More Thing at the very end. So stay tuned uh, for that to find out what One More Thing is. And then you can get down in the comments and tell us what you think. Of the one more thing, if we should keep doing that with guests or not. I know you guys love the trivia, so we're going to keep doing the trivia. Every time we have a guest on, we like playing trivia. It's really fun. Today's game um, is really, really fun. So stay tuned for that later on in the show. We're also going to talk about the bonehead of the week. Me and Gabe will talk about the bonehead of the week today. So stay tuned for that. We also have a great, uh, great video that we found on the internet. Of the <laughs> the lawmakers' tweets to to Mark Meadows and some of the other Fox News tweets to Mark Meadows. This is big news. Um, yeah, the news is bigger than than Fox News itself because Fox News isn't news. We all knew this. We all knew this shit. This wasn't a big fucking surprise. That Fox News isn't news. Fucking duh. Um, so we're going to talk about that today in the talk. We'll bring Gabe in and talk about that. We also have the shit list today. Um, I, and I think if you guys watch the shit list roundup today, I did, I don't know. I did like 45 minutes on this cheesecake factory thing. These crazy ass anti-vaxxers, um, crying and whining that they can't get a piece of fucking cheesecake from the cheesecake factory. Like, the Cheesecake Factory is the only fucking place that makes cheesecake, number one. Number two, you can make cheesecake at home, you dumb motherfuckers. Like, that's a thing. Like, you know, the Cheesecake Factory, like, I don't know if they're so fucking stupid that they're like, that's the only place that makes cheesecake because it's called the Cheesecake Factory. Where else are you going to get fucking cheesecake besides the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, cheesecake, you can make it at home. At grocery store, sell it. Walmart will bring, literally, if you like, you order it at Walmart or like a retailer that has, that makes cheesecake, they'll probably bring it to you to your fucking car. Like, 
They'll they'll give it to you at your car. You order it online with your little fucking appy app. You know, the cell phone that you're recording the stupid fucking anti-vax video that you think is good propaganda for you. Horrible for you. It makes you look dumb. It makes you look fucking stupid. That same cell phone that you're recording on, you can order a cheesecake from a store, drive to the store, and they'll bring it out to you. And then you can drive your dumb ass home and eat your fucking cheesecake. <laughs> oh, anti-vaxxer cheesecake debacle. Holy actual fuck. These people, these people are fucking dumb. So that was what the uh, shitless roundup was today, mainly. Uh, Patriot Takes was, <laughs> I had a whole thread of these videos of these stupid anti-vaxxers thinking that they're entitled to cheesecake. They're constitutionally entitled to cheesecake. Fuck. These people have lost their way. This JFK CRT voodoo shit. They also think they're they're constitutionally entitled to cheesecake. Jesus fucking Christ. So I think I'll leave that one alone, even though I'm, I don't know, a couple minutes on it here. Uh, I think I'll leave that topic alone today on the shit list roundup. I really want to uh, talk about these, uh, the, these seditious lawmakers and what that means and these contempt charges uh, for Mark Meadows. I think that's probably the most important thing to be talking about right now as far as democracy is concerned. There's a hell of a lot of other stuff to talk about uh, with Manchin and the the Big Bird Bill, as we call it here, the education bill, where kids get to start at the age of three. They start school at the age of three, and then they get to go to school two years after high school. So you not only get a high school degree, you get an associate's degree with public education now. That's what the Big Bird Bill does. So uh, Joe Manchin, there's that important thing. There's a lot of important stuff going on out there. Um, and speaking of education, the Biden administration is making some choices on education. As some people are liking, some people are not as far as the student loan relief goes. And there's also Kroger is changing some of their COVID policies. So there's a lot of important shit going on. But as far as democracy is concerned, you know we are a pro-democracy show. We promote democracy. We want we want to gather up as many pro-democracy people as we can to send a message of pro-democracy in our country, to know what is at stake, to go fucking vote. So we want to keep doing that here. Uh, and that, so I want to talk about one of the existential threats of our democracy, which is seditious lawmakers. And we've seen those texts. So we're going to talk about that today on the shit list. And again, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the entire two hours because we do two hours now because Heather Gardner is going to be on the host of Occupy Democrats Trivia Show. You can win a thousand bucks, by the way, if you go over there uh, tonight. They're doing it uh, all week. Uh, Occupy Democrats is doing it all week where you can win up to a thousand dollars, a thousand bucks. That's a lot of Christmas money. So you can go over there, check that out. Uh, but stay tuned for Heather Heather's interview later on in the show today. Uh, but stay with us right now. We'll be right back with the shit list. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, 
I've got you covered. Part and Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Part and Blanket will protect you too. Part and Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed. The Tony Michaels Podcast. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. Watch live on YouTube, on Twitter, and Twitch. Download on Apple and Spotify. Now, here's Tony. Welcome, welcome back to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Paul Gozar may need a pardon blanket, don't you think? <laughs> oh, the parodies. The parodies are getting real and real and realer and realer, aren't they? You can't even make this shit up anymore. Like, literally, you can't You can't even make something up. It's impossible to make something up to make fun and satire of these fucking idiots because they are the satire themselves. It's absolutely incredible. We've seen this week with not not only the, the text from lawmakers, because we're going to talk about that here, but um, the, 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 fucking, the fucking text from the Fox News host, which is absolutely fucking bonkers, <laughs> that, 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 is, that is a thing that happened. Think about it. Can you imagine, can you imagine, just, just, just close your eyes for me just one second before we get to the shit list here. And imagine, imagine Rachel Maddow calling Joe Biden to make sure that he would stop a violent insurrection of him trying to overthrow the government of the United States and how the fucking political body in this country would respond to Rachel Maddow texting Joe Biden while he's trying to commit a coup to remain as president of the United States with a violent insurrection by sicking his his crowd, his rally, on Congress, why they're trying to certify the results of election that the states have already certified by trying to get Kamala Harris to do something that isn't possible, that's not in the Constitution. Can you even fucking imagine if they found a text message from Rachel Maddow doing that to, to Joe Biden? Can you even fucking think about it? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. And think about it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But here we are. Here we are with all these text messages. Not just from uh, lawmakers, because that's one thing I want to talk about here on the shit list today. The shit list. You guys notice we got some new graphics for the shit list roundup? Have you guys noticed that? They're nice. I like them. There's a new theme song and everything over there. Check it out. The shit list roundup. Go follow us on Twitch. Uh, we air the shit list roundup every every single weekday, noon Eastern, eleven Central. And then I kind of do a shit list roundup here on the show where we pick a topic and, you know, I just do one of my fuck em rants because, <laughs> because that's, that's why, because fuck them. And, and today I want to, I want to dedicate some time here. So let's, let's bring in the, uh, uh, let's see, let's make, uh, let's, let's bring in the vidges, the Tweety Tweets, and the Trendy Trends, because you know on the Shit List Roundup every every weekday we go through uh, Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends. But here on the Shit List, here on the podcast, we pick out one topic, and the topic is seditious lawmakers. Um, because there's a, lot of <laughs> there's a lot of text flying around out there. Liz Cheney actually read a bunch of, of, 
of text to Mark Meadows during the contempt hearing that the January 6th Select Committee had. So if, if you guys weren't watching, if you, if you haven't watched any Eclipse yet, what happened was, is while they were voting to hold Mark Meadows in, uh, in criminal contempt to move it to the House floor, uh, Liz Cheney spoke and she broke news almost immediately when she was speaking because she started to read actual evidence. Now, the one reason why this is so fucking uh, earth-shattering, number one, is because all the people out there that have doubted, that have doubted that the January 6th Select Committee was doing their job and was going get, to get to the heart of this issue and smoke out any kind of, uh, maybe, maybe not just, maybe not just evidence, but criminal acts, possible seditious acts, and going to make sure that if there is rocks to be uncovered that they're going to uncover, kind of shut them the fuck up, didn't it? Didn't it? Because they started to really show, hey, we got the fucking evidence. And this isn't all the evidence. Because they kind of, I thought one of the most important part of the contempt hearings was when Adam Schiff started to screenshot some of these text messages to Mark Meadows. And the most significant ones we're from lawmakers. These are Congress people. And this was during the contempt hearing. One of the videos after the contempt hearing is when the chairman, Benny Thompson, was being interviewed by reporters near an elevator. He was asked, are these members of the House of Representatives? And he said, yes, they are Congress people. And he was also asked if these names are going to be revealed. And he said, yes, we are going to reveal their names. And I've been saying this for fucking weeks. I've been saying it for fucking weeks. The reason why members of Congress, the Trump family, have not been subpoenaed is because they're the targets of the investigation. That is how investigations work. The targets, if they are subpoenaed, are some of the last to be subpoenaed. The targets of the investigation. The other news that I thought that was very important that uh, Congresswoman Lofgren of California mentioned during the hearing while she was speaking is that the January 6th Select Committee is going to have recommendations for legislation to make sure that January 6th never happens again. I think that with the Congress people's tweets, I, at the Fox News shit and the Donald Trump Jr. shit, you know, that's fine. That's fine for it to trend and to make them look fucking stupid. But we knew, we knew Fox News is a bunch of fucking frauds. We knew they're a bunch of fucking frauds and they're not the fucking news. And we knew that they wanted that the Cheeto Dust mobster was going to have his Cheeto Dust kangaroo coup. And when it all started to happen, you seen Laura Ingram tweet, this looks bad for all of us, all of us. Meaning... Fox News host, how are we going to explain this violent insurrection of you trying to overthrow the government of the United States? Donald Trump Jr. and Sean Hannity saying it gone too far. Like, well, we didn't we didn't want you to actually try to commit a coup. Grandpa poopy pants. We didn't want you to actually do it. We just wanted to pretend because that's all this is. It's it's we're at the internet section of WrestleMania in real life. Like I've been saying for fucking months. And these people want to play pretend. They want to play pretend. It's not for real. They don't give a fuck. But they've convinced a bunch of delusional Ivermectin Facebook Institute followers 
to believe all this bullshit. There are people still waiting for JFK Jr. to show up to run with Donald Trump, to crown him king or some dumb shit. I don't know. There, There's 30 people that went to the Cheesecake Factory that think Cheesecake Factory is the only place you can get cheesecake. And they're pissed that they have to be vaccinated to eat Cheesecake Factory cheesecake, as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I think I've been to Cheesecake Factory once in my entire life. I don't even fucking remember it. That's how great their cheesecake is. I'm, I, I ain't paid by Cheesecake Factory. I don't give a fuck. I don't know how great it is. I think I've been there once. I don't remember it. You fucking anti-vax dumb bucks. It's probably not that great. Go get your cheesecake someplace else. Go get it delivered. Order it. Make that shit at home. Would you please? But it's the same fucking kookiness that these QAnon, Mike Flynn, Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, John Eastman, Rudy Giuliani, all these, Mark Meadows, all these people, Jeffrey Clark, Steve Bannon, the shock troops. These members of Congress, these seditious members of Congress, and if you're wondering who the people are that the text messages are from, they've already given it away. It's already given away. There's already a list of members of Congress that have having, that have had their text messages and their metadata taken. That's who it is. It's the people who stand in front of a microphone who who pr- claim to protect the, the political prisoners of the January 6th Cheeto dust kangaroo coup, the actual grunts that went and committed the violent acts at the Capitol. But we have other evidence of these people pre-planning it with video, social media videos, and even Lauren Boebert tweeting out the Speaker of the House, her fucking location. This isn't complicated. But Liz Cheney Liz Cheney calls out uh, Jim Jordan on the floor. Now, this is this is pretty in, important and significant. Because um, you got to remember, when they're doing floor debate, you know, they're on either side, right? Now, they set the microphones up to where uh, they could have Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger speak. <laughs> the people that are a, uh, uh, <laughs> that wanted to debate on the side of sanity, they set a microphone up for them. So that uh, these seditious members of Congress wasn't sitting behind them like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Paul Gozar, all these fucks sitting behind. They didn't want them sitting behind them. It looked like they're supporting them. So they set up two microphones for the Republicans in the House debate. But Jim Jordan stands up and, you know, gives the regular bullshit about tourists and and it's uh, overblown and the January 6th select committee is unconstitutional, all kinds of nonsense. Fucking bullshit nonsense. Talking about privacy and shit. Look, you don't have the right to privacy when you commit crimes. That's that's not a thing. That's not a thing. I, I just, I can't fucking fathom how stupid this is. But let's listen to what Liz Cheney says, and then I'll, I'll respond here. Some of the um, charges that my colleague from Ohio just made, which are flat false. She's talking to Jim Jordan. Number one, Mr. Meadows refused to show up for his deposition. The committee scheduled a deposition after extensive coordination with Mr. Meadows at a day that he chose, that he selected, and then he refused to show up. And he refused to show up to testify about non-privileged questions. 
So my colleague from Ohio can talk uh, as much as he'd like about executive privilege and about George Washington and about the extent to which it's, it's crucial for the survival of the republic, with which I agree. But we are talking here about testimony about non-privileged materials. Secondly, Madam Speaker, I would say that we all on this side of the aisle used to be uh, in agreement about what had happened on January 6th. There was a brief period of time, days perhaps, when we were in agreement. Standing perhaps at this microphone, the minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, said this on January 13th. The president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. He should have immediately denounced the mob when he saw what was unfolding. These facts require immediate action by President Trump. Unfortunately, Mr. McCarthy's position changed on this issue. Mr. McCarthy then worked against, voted against the resolution that would have created a bipartisan commission to investigate these matters, and he withdrew his nominees to this committee. Let me say that again. He withdrew his nominees to this committee. This committee is engaged in critical investigative and legislative activity for which there is no greater purpose in terms of Congress's responsibility, no matter what my colleague on the other side may claim in terms of Mr. Meadows. So there we have it. Uh, you, you have it just you can't you can't make this shit up. Um, and she slam dunks him in the trash. Now, don't get me wrong here. I'm, I'm no Liz Cheney fan because uh, you guys know that I call her Darth Vader Jr. Uh, because she is she's no ally to liberals or the liberal cause or even democracy for that for that matter. She just just the enemy of our enemy is our friend type thing. Right. That's that's all this is. That's all this is. And that, that's that's the most important part that you have to remember here is that the enemy of our enemy is our friend right now. And the reason why is because Darth Vader Jr., Liz Cheney, wants to bury Donald Trump under a prison somewhere for a long, long time. I mean, a long, long time is what she wants to do. But I want to play here. I also want to play the um, where she's reading the tweets because we're going to talk about the congressman tweets when we bring Gabe on here in just just a little bit. But right now, I, I want to talk about the significance of what Liz Cheney is saying. And uh, so let's let's go to this video here. Um, this, urged. this video here is going to show the uh, what she said during the contempt hearing. Now, you got to remember, uh, Benny Thompson brings this in as a contempt hearing, and then he throws to... To Liz Cheney, he he makes a lot of statements that to make sure that the public knows that they're going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, no, come hell or high water, whether it requires them to hold 15 people in criminal contempt or refer 15 people for criminal contempt to the Department of Justice, or if it's just the three, uh, Steve Bannon, Jeffrey Clark, and Mark Meadows. Now they've already they also disclosed during this committee uh, committee hearing where they're they're voting on contempt charges to move to the floor of the house they they also they also mention that they've been interviewing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people members of congress's staff even they disclose and they have thousands and thousands of pages of documents now this is very important while they're why they're holding mark meadows in contempt and i believe this clip is going to show it uh for when Liz Cheney starts to talk here. But 
when when you talk about when you talk about the reason why they're holding Mark Meadows in contempt, the reason why isn't because he willingly gave privileged or non-privileged whatever Jim Jordan was trying to say, where she slam dunked him in the trash on the last clip. The reason why they're holding it in contempt is because something changed about Mark Meadows cooperating. Mark Meadows handed over all this evidence. We've seen this with the PowerPoint. They were PowerPointing a coup. They were PowerPointing it. They were PowerPointing the overthrowing of the government of the United States. That was the thing that was happening. That's what they were doing. PowerPointing it. Everyone knows you use Google Slides or Keynote. You don't use PowerPoint. Who the fuck uses PowerPoint? Everyone knows if you're going to overthrow a government, you use fucking Google Slides for crying out loud. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, let's listen to Liz Janney here. Indeed, according to the records, multiple Fox News hosts knew the president needed to act immediately. They texted Mr. Meadows and he has turned over those texts. Quote, Mark, the president needs to tell people in the Capitol to go home. This is hurting all of us. He is destroying his legacy, Laura Ingram wrote. Please get him on TV, destroying everything you have accomplished, Brian Kilmeade texted. Quote, can he make a statement Ask people to leave the Capitol, Sean Hannity urged. As the violence continued, one of the president's sons texted Mr. Meadows, quote, he's got to condemn this shit ASAP. The Capitol Police tweet is not enough, Donald Trump Jr. texted. Meadows responded, quote, I'm pushing it hard, I agree. Still, President Trump did not immediately act. Donald Trump Jr. texted again and again, urging action by the president. Quote, we need an Oval Office address. He has to lead now. It has gone too far and gotten out of hand, end quote. But hours passed without necessary action by the president. These non-privileged texts are further evidence of President Trump's supreme dereliction of duty during those 187 minutes. So I think we're going to have this 187-minute thing continue because uh, she says it there. So I think that's going to be a thing that they keep talking about, right? Uh, they're going to keep talking about the 187 minutes that went on and on and on and ticked on and on because they're going to try to lay out a timeline here. And that's the most important thing that I think the January 6th Select Committee is going to get to is from the 187 minutes from when it started to when it ended. What the fuck happened? Who told what? Who told who? Who knew what? And why? Why did the Cheeto Dust Mobster, who was the president at the time, why did he not call the National Guard? Why did he not call off his maggots? Why? Why did he not try to stop the insurrection? Now, we all know the answer to this question. We all know the answer to this question. That's not complicated. We know the answer to this question because Donald Trump wanted to remain dictator of the United States. He wanted to overthrow the government. He wanted to wipe his ass with the Constitution. That's what he wanted. We all know that. But in a criminal court, 
in a criminal court, just knowing something isn't good enough. You have to fucking prove it. So you have to have the evidence to prove it. And not only do you have to have the evidence to prove it in a criminal court, you also have to have the the evidence to refer the matter to the, the House floor for criminal referral to the Department of Justice. Because we can't just wipe our ass with the Constitution just because he did. So you have to gather up the evidence. Now, if you watch the, the contempt hearing, which if you didn't watch it, it's okay. You can go to the YouTube channel. Go to thetonymichaels.com. Go to the YouTube channel. I, I did a special shit list roundup for the contempt hearing alone. So it's over on the YouTube channel. You can go watch the full contempt uh, hearing of Mark Meadows where they start to lay out this evidence. But here in a minute, we're going to bring in Gabe uh, because we're going to talk about not just the fucking text from the Fox News host, but also the text from the lawmakers. Because I think that's all important. That is all encompassing and all important. And everyone needs to know that uh, not only, I mean, everyone, again, this is the thing where everyone knows that Fox News is all bullshit. <laughs> everyone knows it's all fucking Trump propaganda machine. Everyone knows this. We've known this for years now. And really, they've been in the pocket of the Trump propaganda machine since 2016. And we've known this. Now, they've been lying for much longer and propagating for much longer. But now they can't run from it. And they're having a difficult time over there at Fox News running from the fact. Running from the fact that they are a propaganda machine. So, I think this all deserves attention on the shit list. The shit list. So stay right with us right here because we're going to be right back. We're going to bring we're going to bring your favorite your favorite executive producer in Gabe. And I think I think we we found a little I think we found a little video on the internet. You know how we are. We like to find these little these little videos on the internet. So so stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You sit your ass down. Sit the flip down. We're not finished. The Tony Michaels Podcast. We'll be right back. Headline. President Joe Biden releases 50 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to lower gas prices for American families. Thanks, Brandon. Catch Tony's Twitch stream, The Shit List Roundup, at twitch.tv slash the Tony Michaels. We're back to the king of brilliance. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for sticking with us here. We got Gabe with us now. We're going to go over some some of these, some more of these text messages. I know, I know, I know Gabe found this video somewhere on the internet. He posted it on his... Um, he posted it on his, uh, his his Twitter account. I think you put it over on your uh, your TikTok too, uh, didn't you? 
Gabe, Gabe's got his, I, uh, there yeah, you go. Technical difficulties. There we go. Uh, no, I, I only posted to Twitter and Instagram right now. I will post to TikTok. Oh, okay. So all the TikTok yeah. fans out there, stay put. He will get the yeah. video that he found. He will mm-hmm. get it out to the, the masses on the, on the yeah. TikTok. I, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this type of video, the style of video finds its way back back on the internet again for other things you know maybe it's more text or it might just be crazy QAnon right-wing so, post on so what media. you're saying is is possibly this video there there could be a series of these that maybe is done by the person that's doing them because i noticed the hairstyle of the person is is kind of you know, it's almost like this person likes to wear wigs. I don't know. Maybe I'm almost. I mean, the color of the hair is like, you know, gray, like a silver fox. Right. Very distinguished. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, yeah. the, the robe, the pipe. I mean, it all it all, you know, and you'll be very you, classy. You, uh, so if you folks out there that are listening to the podcast are only going to hear this, you really need to get on Twitter uh, or Instagram and really look at this video that Gabe found because it it is kind of nutty uh, that this person put this together, but you're mm-hmm. saying you're saying that this is possibly a series where this person's going to do these type of readings of these texts, possibly. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard whispers, right? Oh, so okay. especially if the if the committee <laughs> if the committee releases more text messages that are pretty damning, um, right, In terms right. of what was happening on January sixth, I wouldn't be surprised if. You know, there's a sequel or a trilogy, or yeah, you know, sure, there's sure. a whole it, there's a whole saga, really. Right. It, it it could be like four hours of this shit, right? Yeah. This I, could be. I, I could give you. You know, I could probably find a director's cut too. You know, of just like a narration over the narration. Right. right. Well, well, so so I I kind of gave my take in the shit list here. So let me get let, let me get you to get a chance to give the audience a take on what you what you think of these uh these text messages cuz I have a few videos I want to play from the rules committee which I think yeah. kind of got uh, under the shuffle there um mm-hmm. uh, especially of Jamie Raskin um talking s- specifically about um Mark Meadows, Donald Trump Jr. and some other stuff but let's get your take first before we watch some of those videos what, what it so what did you make of some of these text messages what do you think is some of the most significant stuff that came out of that Well, I think, I mean, one is that there is a direct line from Fox News hosts to the cell phone of Mark Meadows, which means you've got the, you know, the right hand man to Donald Trump. Uh, The fact that they've got a direct line of communication um, is a little bit frightening. Um, And also, I would say specifically because the amount of influence that they might have, you know, as you see these text messages that come from uh, Brian Kilmeade. Uh, you've got Sean Hannity, uh, Laura Ingram. Um, you can see that there's they they have a say in what's happening here and, and how right it they're plays trying out. to they're trying to give orders, right? I mean that's right, right, exactly. Yeah, they're trying to you know, especially because they said like everything that you worked for, you know, you're destroying. Uh, he's destroying his legacy. Like these are all words of flattery to make, or at least. Uh, persuade him trump being who i'm talking about to uh make an announcement right they're like oh you know his son who cannot get in touch with his dad by the way (laughs) which is not surprising though is it right not surprising totally uh totally commonplace i think for that family the only person i think would have a direct line would be ivanka and uh i look at it and i'm like you know it's hilarious that his son can't even get in contact with his own dad He's sending multiple texts to Mark Meadows to tell him to send to make an Oval Office address. You've got Fox News hosts that are trying to be like, 
get them away from the Capitol. It's giving us a bad look, a bad image, you know, giving us a. Right. The, Laura the, Ingram uh, said that she said you're, right. you're it's going to hurt all of us. And right. And exactly. I think I think back to your point, because I've been making the point uh, y- yesterday and today that, um, you know, she thought she was going to suffer. But maybe you're right in that when they're barking orders, it's almost like the Fox News host, uh, Kilmeade, uh, Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity are producing the Trump show. Right. Right. Like, yeah, because, like because I'm, not, as, yeah, I'm not saying they're a puppeteer, but they certainly are, have some influence going on. Right. They're producing this Trump reality mm-hmm. show. Right. And and maybe mm-hmm. that is maybe that's their role in this game is that they're trying to to produce this show because I I actually um, I suggested that maybe they wanted it to go up to a certain point for the pretend look. Right. Because I always right. say we're at the we're at the intersection of WrestleMania in real life. Right. Exactly. And 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 a lot of this is. Well, I know it's not true, but I'm going to pretend that it's true because, you know, Mm -hmm. that feels great. Like, like, not not to demean anyone who's a wrestling fan, but that's kind of the wrestling thing is like, well, we know it's not real, but we want to root for it and pretend like it is. That's the fun in it. Right. Yeah. So it's It's almost like don't actually fight, but make it look like we're fighting. Right. And so I think for them specifically, they want to give this image that like we're fighting for our freedoms and our right to, you know, object the. uh, the, the, um, the, uh, yeah, the, the election results. Yeah. So I'm blanking. Uh, yes. To, to, um, certify the election results. And I think that right there, there is this, uh, there's this, again, this perception or at least this creation of an alternate reality, this, you know, uh, WrestleMania, if you will, (laughs) where they're trying to be like, you know, for the same reason that like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates are up at doing a press conference last week saying like, we're going to fight for the J6 group that are in prison, right? It's all the show to give the impression that they are actually doing what their constituent or, or what they, their constituents want them to do, or at least the, the, the image or the facade that they are actually doing something. Well, right. Um, I mean, we've seen it today from Ron DeSantis when he's t- talking about CRT again. Oh some yeah. Kind of stop woke act or something. Just, right. just complete fucking nonsense. Exactly. Just, so I think it's all, it's all show and it's all like, you know, it's all jazz hands is what it is really. Right. And right. I think at the end of the day, like, the, so going back to the original question, you asked me like, what do I think was most serious? I those are pretty serious, but I also think the fact that there were lawmakers in the chambers texting right. back, they were like, "We're under siege. This shit is going down. We are fucked." Like, I'm sure there's right. a ton of texts that are like very explicit, where they're like, "What the fuck is going on? Someone get us out of here." There's so a you're standoff. you're saying you're saying not the Congress people who are probably complicit in organizing and planning and wanting to continue this you're saying the text message from the congress people telling the white house hey motherfuckers turn this off you think yeah, yeah. those and, are and the almost- people that and the people that could be directly or you know indirectly uh complicit with what was happening what was planned may have been in those chambers right, right you've got right. uh uh, well, yeah, uh, you got Gozar, Green, Gats, all the, right, the G exactly. team, as I call yeah. them, Gomer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, and, and so you've got them either outside, inside, where have you, and you've got the people that are inside texting to be like, 
what the fuck is going on? You've got people with guns that are, you know, barricading the door. The shit right. is getting intense, right? They're breaking windows. They're vandalizing. Well, and at some point it's reported that someone was shot. I was watching that right. day. Like, um, I go back every once in a while and look at the videos that I made that day. Cause I made videos before it happened and I made some videos after it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was watching it as it was happening live. And at one point they were reporting that someone was shot and killed. Like when, when that when Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed, that was one of the ones, one of the first um, reports of a death. Right. Because, right. It, it, I mean, she was I don't know if you've seen the video, but if you watch the video, she's pretty much they um, she, she dies right there. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty. Well, brutal. I mean, it's, not, it's a, I mean, it it's is, a close yeah, range I mean, shot. They're not when she's, around, when she's know, trying you... to jump through the window. Right. Well, right. I mean, she's jumping through the window that was broken. Uh, through this area that is supposed to be a secure area for the Congress people. This officer is trying to protect him. I mean, he doesn't know what's on the other side. He doesn't right. know what she's carrying in her backpack. He doesn't know her intentions. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it was all chaos. And really, yeah. honestly, now that we look at some of these text messages and stuff, we know that Mark Meadows, Donald Trump, and some of these Congress people, they got, they got Ashley Babbitt killed. They're the ones that got her killed. Um, yeah. So let's, Let's play first this idio, idio, video that you found on the internet. Internet video. I think I combined those two. Idio? Mm -hmm. Maybe idio. internet video? Yeah. Internet video. New word. A we'll video. throw it in Webster's. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, you know, we can make we can make shit up. We can make yeah. this up as we yeah, go along. You know? Everyone else is making a fucking... Yeah, well, fuck. JFK's coming back. CRT's a real thing. <laughs> so let's play the fucking video. Hello. And welcome to a dramatic reading of text messages sent to Mark Meadows on January 6th. Can he make a statement? Ask people to leave the Capitol. Fox News host Sean Hannity. Please get him on TV. Destroying everything you have accomplished. Fox News host Brian Kilmeade. Mark, the president needs to tell people in the Capitol to go home. This is hurting all of us. He is destroying his legacy. Fox News host, Laura Ingram. He's got to condemn this shit ASAP. The Capitol Police tweet is not enough. We need an Oval Office address. He has to lead now. It has gone too far and gotten out of hand. Donald Trump Jr. And this has been a dramatic reading of text messages sent to Mark Meadows on January 6th. <laughs> so 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 a couple couple things about this video that yeah. you found i don't know where you found this but but one thing uh, is the oh holy night in the background that really uh -huh. is like really makes it christmasy with the fire going and everything like right i really yeah. thought that this I mean, person you know yeah, right they lit a fire they're playing the music in the background like they're fully committed to this to the, reading these messages the other yeah. thing i really like that i'm going to criticize this person too um number one brian Kilmead. They said that name beautifully. I don't know because I, I, I actually kill me, kill me, kill me. I know, I, but that way they broke it up. But I've heard. I, I'm going to criticize this person. Maybe they should have said Ingraham because I've heard. Have you heard that some people I call her Ingram? You know, yeah, is so it Ingraham I, or is it Ingram? Which is it? It's it's Ingram. It's Ingram. right. That's I, why I, I I was also curious myself. You know, as someone who is a critic of that witch, um, I <laughs> went online and I looked up how it said. And people. Oh, say so Ingram. after viewing after viewing the video, you made sure that it was pronounced yeah. correct. Yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. I mean, make sure I've 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 stumbled through some interviews oh, okay. where people have said you. Laura Ingram, and they've and also Laura. said. 
Right. No, 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 not Ingraham. I mean, I think people Ingraham. are like fanatic of like Ingraham, and then people are like, no, no, it's Ingram. Uh, but that's what the internet show has shown me. Even if you like, how so do you you've never heard Laura anyone Ingram? say Ingraham. I've heard. People I mean, I'm say sure I have. Ingram. Yeah, probably because there's, you know, there's saying all the letters out. But so that's that. That's the non-proper way to see her is Ingraham because I think that's what the I way believe. I'm going to say I mean, it from now on. Then yeah, no, say it wrong. Say it wrong. I mean, like I In, would Ingra, say, Ingra Pig is what. Yeah, you know, there you go. Ham Ingra Pig. pig. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, I don't know where you found this video, but I hope I hope there is more of. Uh, I don't yeah, know this, I, I hope so, is, too. But... And I, I wouldn't be surprised that if more of these text messages, um, it's uh, they view them, it, find themselves out in the public. So let's let's yeah. actually show I've got. Um, let me see here. Let me uh, try to get this. Um, let's see if we can uh, pull up this. I want to pull up a tweet here, a video. Uh, you know, you know, I like the the uh, the videos. Mm-hmm. So let's pull this video up here and we can um, show the folks. Let's see. Uh, there we go. Okay. So this is Jamie Raskin. Um, and it is during the, this is during the rules committee. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so, so if, if folks at home don't know uh, what happens is, is the contempt hearing is happens in the select committee. They vote to move it to the floor, but to move it to the floor, they have to establish the rules of the floor debate. So that's what this committee does is establish the rules for the floor debate. And that's what's happening here is Jamie Raskin is presenting the select committee's case of the rules and what the rules are in the rules committee. So let's listen to this clip here and then we'll, we'll talk about a whole set of messages that were discovered uh, in asking questions to Mr. Meadows, including Republican lawmakers uh, and others sending frantic messages saying, we are under siege up here at the Capitol. They have breached the Capitol. Mark, protesters are literally storming the Capitol, breaking windows on our doors, rushing in. Is Trump going to say something? There's an armed standoff at the House chamber door. We are all helpless. Here's some more. This one came from Laura Ingraham. It was identified. Mark, the president needs to Ingraham, tell people in the Capitol mm-hmm. to go home. This is hurting all of us. He is destroying his legacy. Brian Kilmeade, Lazy please get him on legacy. TV, destroying <laughs> everything you have accomplished. Sean Hannity, Nothing. can he make a statement? Ask people to leave the Capitol. Donald Trump Jr., He's got to condemn this excrement ASAP. The Capitol Police tweet is not enough. Jamie, Jamie Meadows responding, I'm pushing it hard. I agree. Donald Trump Jr., we need an Oval Office address. He has to lead now. It has gone too far and gotten out of hand. A whole set of messages. So I actually, um, I'm I'm one to believe that the, um, and, and maybe I'm wrong here, but the response back from the Donald Trump that that Jamie Raskin read there, he mm-hmm. he because that is I think that's a significant text too. It's not the ones that are coming in; it's also that one that goes out because Mark Meadows tweet or t- tweets text back to Donald Trump Jr. and says he says I'm trying my damnedest, right? Like right. I'm trying really hard over here, but it's not fucking working. Right. In other words, 
Now, again, it's hard to tell with these fucking lying pieces of shit what, what is truth in these texts, probably, because they're probably lying right. to each other. They lie to us. Why wouldn't they lie to each other? But yeah, if yeah. Mark Meadows is being genuine in that text back to Donald Trump Jr., that, hey, man, I'm trying everything I can. This fucking maniac over here wants to keep it going, right? Right, right. Like, like maybe Trump led them down this road where he they're like, oh, we'll pretend to have a coup. And then he's like, no, I really want to have a coup at some point. I don't know. Well, I think the other thing like. too is I, I was thinking about this the other day when I was uh, when I was driving. Is the the moments when people are trying to say, "Hey, shut the shit down, say something, make a video, make it official." I think through everything that was happening, like it was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do this thing, and we're gonna show everyone that you're so strong." And he was like, "Yeah, great, sounds awesome, right?" And then you know, the question of like, "Will it really happen?" kind of is like law, like loosely floated. But once it starts happening, and he sees the amount of people that are willing to literally break into the Capitol for him, I think it's a goddamn rush of euphoria and narcissism and all of that. And everything else, and just like, just he's like, oh my god, this might work, right? Like, right. It was and, we were supposed think, to pretend, but this might work, and then the right. And I think also, like, out. he's been he's been beaten down uh, legally in case by case, especially by you know Trump appointed judges, which backfired on him for these right. people that are trying to. And fight he's fucking the, pissed, about right? That. And he's pissed, and he's sad, and he's. You know, uh, I believe at one point they were uh, people inside were saying that the Oval Office stenched of of uh, fast sure food and a lot farts of stuff. And shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, but he just I mean, like the guy is eating away. His like he feelings. was held up. Wait, He's, wait, wait. Don't don't just don't just breeze over the fart fast food <laughs> stuff. OK, that's good material here. So what right, you're saying is so the reports are that that the fish sandwiches uh, the fish fillets, the Big Macs are causing mm-hmm. are causing Grandpa Poopy Pants, the the mustache or the yeah. the mango Mussolini Jesus to have flatulence, and he's held mm-hmm. up in this room, and he's yeah. you know he's and drowning like in his tears. And AIDS probably going through with like Yankee candles, trying to like and like incense and and, and sage, trying to just like clear right. out the space. Right. Uh, to, clear, I'm to, sure, clear, I, to clear the farts is what you're saying. The fascist right, exactly. farts. And, and I, I'm sure, like, you know how when they switch to the White House, they have all the decorations ready and they have all this, you know, pieces right. and furniture and they switch it over within a very few, you know, few hours yeah, during, like, like inauguration. That. Boom. Like right. That, yeah. And I'm sure they spent extra time in the Oval Office to, like, really, like, steam the rugs <laughs> and, like, just do the walls and like seep it. You know, it's like when somebody uh, smokes and you walk into a home and they're like, they smoked so much in their home right. that you cannot get the smell out. I'm right. sure it's very much like, like that. You got to rip the drywall do. down. And yeah, yeah. 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 They, they total, did a total restoration. Yeah. A, of yeah, the whole... Total demo inside. Okay. It was like, well, I'm sure they've I, got a segment for like TLC kind of like, right. You know, right. Uh, like the, 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 <laughs> flip this house or whatever yeah right? exactly right why well, I, I didn't mean to i didn't mean to get us off on a uh, fast no no no, no totally engine, fine, but yeah. i thought that was very important material no that we were, no yeah we were it, it is very it matters important. it uh, matters here when we're talking about these these text messages <laughs> but right but well, I, I i think it i think it does matter because it also goes back to this whole thing the guy is is like going through like grief <laughs> and depression and right. sadness and anger it, it's, all it's these the things. mindset the mindset of him right right, right. and what's and happening so he, in the moment yeah, he keeps losing. He just keeps on losing. Like right. he cannot win. Then January sixth happens. Everyone is fucking pumped, and they're gonna. We're like, we're gonna storm the Capitol. He's like, yes, 
you know, my people, it actually happens. We're on January 6th. Shit goes fucking a like just just batshit crazy. And he looks at it and he goes, they're willing to fight for they're willing to right. kill for me. Maybe they this love is the me. chaos that I want. Right. Right. And then he makes an announcement and he goes, I love you all. You know, all that bullshit. Right. Because he <laughs> feels that they he he's like, oh, they love me. They they will do anything for me. Right. You know, it's like the question of like, oh, if you love me so much, would you kill for me? And that is literally what they did. They were so in love and so fixated in this cult and Trump and this ideology that they were willing to lose themselves for some dumb greater purpose that they thought was right. And I think Trump saw it. And as he sees this whole thing lay out, he was like, this is getting serious. But this, I like, I like this, this actually, and in his dumbass, you know, mental uh, kind of state um, thinks that he actually has a fighting chance. If they do this, then he can overturn the election because someone right. somewhere said it was, it was going to work. And then he looks Johnny at it. Johnny Spinner, Rudy Giuliani, whoever right, exactly, it was. Right. And whether, him into yeah. this. Yeah, and whether it was like legitimate or not, in the way that they were just trying to like appease him or really be serious with him, he looks and he goes, "This is actually a possibility." And then you got Mark Meadows, who whether or not he's like the person that when you're like going to meet someone, like, "Oh, I, I'm in, I'm stuck in traffic," or like, "I just left the house, but I'll be there," you know, and like, in, but really they haven't even left the house yet. Right. I don't know to your point if he's really being serious with Don Don Jr. or if he's just kind of like, uh. Uh, buffering a bit of a distance to be like uh, I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it. And meanwhile, Trump is like locked in the bathroom doing a line of Adderall and like you know trying to <laughs> do whatever, tweeting, trying right. to figure out how he's gonna, trying to figure out how exactly. this chaos is gonna benefit him. Right. Oh my god. It, it, what 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 a what a fucking shit show. What a fucking yeah. shit show. Well, uh, I, I guess I guess we'll uh, we'll know this as this ticks on and as we get to some of these other public hearings of the. January 6th select committee uh, but uh, st everyone stay right here we're going to be right back with Heather Gardner and our interview and our and and also trivia but uh, after after we have trivia I want you to stay around because me and Gabe are going to talk about the bone of the week so stay right there don't go anywhere we'll be right back we'll be right back Mark 60 seconds this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Trying to remember all the things you boycotted can really get you stressed. Because there's no good way to keep them from becoming a cluttered mess. Well now, there's Boycott Binder, the ingenious organizer that keeps track of everything and everyone you've ever boycotted. The 72 category filing system makes it easy to organize boycotted people, places, and things so you can find them with ease. The large centered area can even fit your boycott sign. But best of all, when you're done, the Boycott Binder folds right up so you can take it anywhere. So if you're tired of having a cluttered mess, Call now and get the Boycott Binder for just $29.99. Plus, you'll also receive our next rep as a bonus. Just loop it around your neck to travel with ease. But call right now and we'll double the offer. That's two Boycott Binders and two neck straps for just $29.99. Boycott Binders brought to you by the same makers of Binders Full of Women. Catch Tony's Twitch stream, The Shit List Roundup, at twitch.tv slash thetonymichaels. We're back to the king of brilliance. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. 
Welcome back to the Tony Michaels Podcast. I appreciate you staying with us for the interview. We have a special guest here for you today. A very, very special guest. Last night's Late Night on Quibi, Entertainment Weekly, Huffington Post, Yahoo Entertainment, Midas Media Network, and now the host of Occupy Democrats Trivia Show, Heather Gardner is here to join us. Thank you for joining us, Heather. Hi, that was quite the introduction. Thank you for making me oh, sound well. so good. <laughs> we appreciate Thank you for coming, you coming on, the show. on the show. Yes. The first question I have, because I want you to tell us about this new trivia show that you have going on, because I see a green screen behind you, and yes. I'm assuming that maybe, maybe <laughs> this green screen has something to do with this trivia show. So tell us about Occupy Democrats Trivia Show. It definitely does. And I'm nervous about this green screen because this is new technology that we're implementing, and um, it makes me nervous every time I add new technology to things, as I'm sure you guys, you have, you, the system you set me up here with, it looks great. I don't know how to work it. So it makes me nervous. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, we'll be standing in front of this green screen. Um, and yeah, the Occupy Democrats trivia show is really, really fun. It's the first of its kind, which really excited me about doing this project. And basically, it's it's a mix of trivia, late night television, obviously with a political progressive slant. And we, you know, we, we thought about when we were doing this show, like when we were coming up with this idea for the show, we were like, you know, people need to be engaged, especially the Democrats. You know, I know that the Republicans, they have their fear mongering um, bullshit factory called Fox News. We don't have that. And we were like, well, how can we get people engaged? What if we paid them actual money to listen <laughs> to what we say and make a game show out of it, um, which is wild and crazy. And also, this is where we are in the world. So, yeah, I mean, basically, the Occupy Democrats trivia show is going to, you know, pick a, a pick a topic go through a bunch of facts like um, if you watch my content it's explainer video style but this is much longer and then we're going to answer questions along the way and we're actually giving away a thousand dollars every single wow. night and uh, we're going to have up to a hundred winners so at least um i mean at most a hundred people will get 10 bucks um and then you know we've done this we did some test shots and stuff some test shows one time one person one person was the only one who knew all the answers so they walked away with a hundred or a thousand dollars and then, like, the next night, like, three people won. So they were, walked away with, like, $333. Like, we're giving away some serious cash to learn some things about our nation. This is George Soros money, right? Obviously. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Yes. Okay. As you can see, it's, I'm right. very well funded, fully funded. with yeah. my push pin. Right, yeah. State of the art. Uh, yeah. State so of the did art. George pay for did, did did George pay for the push pins or what you know were that those came on out of, that one specifically came out of my budget? Yeah. Okay, good. he's kind <laughs> right, of a cheap yeah. bastard. You know, right, yeah. Isn't he? Isn't he? All these rumors. Right. I wish. I wish I was getting paid by George Soros. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening, George? Hello? Are you listening? I'm waiting. Heather's waiting on her I've been Antifa jet. For that check in the mail. Right, right. I, I mean, I even laminated my Antifa card. I bought a fanny pack specifically to carry that thing around, expecting George to start sending the checks, and I haven't gotten one yet. And I even laminated my fucking card. It didn't Not happen. I know we were we were talking about this beforehand, but it is such a common like misconception misconception that you know we are being paid by George Soros, but that we're being right. paid at all. <laughs> Right, exactly. Right. I mean, I'm not. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not being paid. So, I this is I, this my is check must have free. gotten lost in the mail. So I don't know where. Yeah, it is. for like the last two years. I don't know why people think like, oh, content creators. Oh, you showed up here. You showed up there. You must be rolling in the money. Like, no, that's why I want you to go to the merch store and buy the merch. That's why I want you to like, uh, you know, give to the Patreon because that's mm -hmm. the only way we get paid is if you're yeah. watching us. 
and you're viewing us and you appreciate our content yeah. by you pitching in a bit. That's been like the, a lot of times that's the only way. Well, that's been the craziest thing about like this shift that I did. Cause you know, I did my, my Quibi show was a network television show. Like, and I've always right, done right. Yahoo and HuffPost. Like these are well-established organizations that actually have budgets. And I actually did make a great salary doing all these things, but then the pandemic changed everything. And so, you know, and then I lost my job during the pandemic as well. And nothing. I mean, I'm out in Los Angeles. There has been so few um, opportunities over the last two years because of the pandemic. And so we've been doing mm -hmm. our content on the side. Well, actually, it became our full time job at this point job I use lightly because I cannot figure out how to make money off of this. I know people right. do it. I know that influencers exist. And you know, people are making money somehow. But I haven't figured it out. <laughs> hey, where's your Where's your Bam energy drink? Is your Bam energy drink in the background there by the? Uh... <laughs> Brought to you by coffee oh. every single morning. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get Just that generic coffee. What yeah. What's in that coffee, Heather? There's got to be. I see some stuff There's back there. There's got to be. Some... Maybe we should. Oh, okay. You know, good. This, good. 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 This party going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta have the alcohol when you're making Go. content. Yeah, because sure. like I said, sure. I don't have bills, so you know something's gotta mask my sadness. So you, so you're talking about the the last night's late night on Quibi yes. and some of the other things that you've done. So tell us about those things. And you said the pandemic affected them. Yeah. So tell us about what you were doing and then what happened with the pandemic. And then what made you decide, hey, I'm going to just go all head into this content creation because you did catch on regardless if Soros was paying the bills or not. You did catch on and you did create a lot of attention mm -hmm. to your content. So tell us about that. Sure. So, I mean, 2020, just back it up, rewind, you know, almost two years right. at this point, which is wild. Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. 2020, we had just moved back from. Uh, New York City, actually, because I was doing my show with HuffPost for a while. That ended, as, right. as shows do, with things ebb and flow in the entertainment industry. Um, so I was unemployed for uh, a few months. And then, you know, Quid, the Quibi opportunity came up. It was a network. And uh, we all know, like, what happened to Quibi. But at the time, it was, like, the biggest, you know, shaker that was going to shake up all the industry and everything. And um, I got my very own show. Uh, it was, it, that was a lifelong dream of mine. It was everything that I had worked for in my 10 years, um, leading up to this. Cause I got my traditional, um, journalism, television hosting degree. I went to smaller markets and I came in LA, cut my teeth and I went to Manhattan and then finally, finally, finally got like every single thing that I had like worked for and wanted. And that lasted about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, um, it's so funny. I love I love telling this story, especially now that we're removed from it, where it doesn't make me just sad and cry. But right. we were actually, I mean, I had a giant studio, multi-million dollar studio. I had a dressing room. I had a stylist. I had a team of producers, like really the, the dream, the dream. And I'm on um, my set filming some commercials, which is also wild. I never thought that I would be like filming commercials for my show with my name right. on a network. And I put my phone away for an hour to go do that. And that was the day that Tom Hanks um, came down with oh it. That God. was the day that the jazz game stopped, the NBA shut down. And it was all ha it all happened in that hour. And so I came back and I was on the highest of highs. Yeah. The, the, I mean, mm. like just- You're going to be a big star. You're yeah. going to be- This is like this 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 is this is a moment. And I just- You got your rocket launcher on. It is, you're ready. Oh, I was ready. Uh, and then I picked <laughs> up my phone. <laughs> And then everything crashed and burned. <laughs> Boom. Right you know, back to reality. Right back to reality. And so there was a little knock on my door and it was my executive producer. 
Um, and he was like, Hey, so I know we were supposed to come oh, in shit. tomorrow, but you know, we're going to take a beat. This COVID thing is like, kind of, yeah, we're just, we're just taking precautions. <laughs> Give us just a week, you know, and we'll, yep. we'll figure everything mm-hmm. out. Yeah, sure. Sure um, I thing. I never yeah. went back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, wow. It's fun to laugh at now, but I was, I mean, I was devastated. I really, really was. And, you know, the show did go on for about nine months um, after that. So, which is honestly, I'm so, so, so thankful for because so many people in my industry, like if I, the timing of that was wild because it was two weeks. I got that job and signed my contract to my my five year contract by the way my five, five years year oh, wow. contract five years this turned was, into two weeks Quinny was really ambitious um, <laughs> no right. but you know I signed my contract just two weeks before all of this happened and so a lot of my friends who you know didn't have contracts and you know as as you guys know in the entertainment industry a lot of work is freelance work and you don't have these big deals you know I certainly didn't have one like this my I worked for ten years to get one like this and um, I just. I was very, very fortunate to be able to still do the show, albeit from like where, where we are right now. And um, we did the show remote for, you know, another six months or whatever until Quibi finally, finally, you know, died, rest in peace. Um, but during that time, <laughs> during that time, we were obviously very frustrated. The entire world was frustrated. We were frustrated, um, sad and unsure about everything. And we just started, you know, seeing Donald Trump saying drink bleach and we started just posting videos my husband and I because he's an executive producer we never worked together up until this point we just had our separate career paths and then we were like well this is what we do we are bored out of our fucking minds <laughs> like let's post right. some videos and you know we weren't my show last night's late night was with entertainment weekly really uppity I mean it was about late night television but me like my role wasn't necessarily to talk about the pol- political stuff I let the big wigs do that. The John Oliver and you know, Jimmy Fallon and Colbert, they got to do that. So I wanted to speak a little bit on it too. And so we just turned on the camera one day. Um, I got a little uh, message from a, a Gen Z in my inbox on Instagram. and was like, hey, have you heard of TikTok? You should post your videos there. <laughs> and so I did. And four, I don't know how he convinced me. I was just desperate. I guess, I don't know, bored. And um, four videos later, we went viral. We went from... 10 followers to 10,000 followers overnight. Wow. And I've never, nothing like that has ever happened in my decades long career. And we just like, I mean, from that second, we were hooked and we were like, we're doing, let's do this. Like we, my, the network Quibi, I know that like a lot of, there's a lot of jokes and a lot of, you know, bad, you know, criticism about them and stuff. But let me tell you, I will take this with me to the grave. They were the best company I ever worked for. And they were so supportive. So, so, so supportive of the work that we were doing, you know, and they never once, like, as I've worked at plenty of places, even progressive ones um, that did not want me to have a certain opinion or, or, or any opinion, really, your role is to mm-hmm. just kind of report the facts and move on. And then you don't get an opinion. And they were like, yeah, let's go for it. And of course this was when black lives matter was happening. And there was, I felt like I wanted to say a lot and they let us, they let us do it. And, wow. you know, and so we, we took that was around the summertime. And then Quibi ended a few months later. And then from there, it was really depressing because there was like, typically, you know, a show ends and your agent or whatever, I have an agent and manager, you know, they, you know, all right, well, we're going to line you up with this meeting and we're going to send you off to this audition. There was nothing, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing happening. It was right wow. around the holidays, like, like honestly, this time last year. And so we were like, well, 
we got nothing better to do. <laughs> Let's just keep going with this and see what we can do. Um, and we've been doing it now. We got a camera. Years. We can edit videos and we can post them, yeah. baby. Let's just, Let's throw just go for it. And it's so funny because people are like, oh, wow. Like you were so brave to make that choice. I'm like, the only option right. was to keep going right. with this or watch Netflix for the next year because there were no jobs, you know, to be had. So, right. Yeah, you made your own job. Well, and, and, and that that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of where, uh, you know, I, I came in to this uh, same time last year, right after the election, mm -hmm. I was, I discovered this TikTok and I, and I did all the dancing videos and stuff. Oh, fun. Gabe did too. Hey, listen, Heather, if you want to go down to get, no, always, this is not true. I, you're, I, not, yes, this don't is, believe him. I have Already, just go all I the way down. Gabe Don't believe so him. Go him. all the way down. Go all the way down his feed. He has the, the dancing videos are there. You should go watch them. Gabe, I'm surprised um, you anyways, haven't taken him down yet. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm always promoting them. So I'm he sure keeps pushing people to watch him. I, I don't know where they are. Now right. They're down there. <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, I did the whole dancing video, the trendy, whatever the hell that thing is, right? On TikTok. And then and then I got so pissed off at the election that this whiny little bitch wouldn't shut up and just, you know, concede, you know, right. right. Do what do what everyone does when they lose is just lose. Oh, so I started yelling and screaming into the TikTok and I kind of, uh, uh, you know, people like them. So I kept going. Right. And I, I think I think a lot of um, a lot of folks don't really understand that when you're when you're trying to find a creative outlet and you find this this little thing and maybe TikToks it, maybe a certain, uh, you know, maybe you're painting or something else or making books. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but the, when you have an outlet like this, there's sometimes not a mission, right? But sometimes there is a mission. So what I want to know about your new trivia show with Occupy Democrats is what is the main mission of that show? What what are you trying to accomplish and what do you want the audience to see do other than to win tons of cash, obviously? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a thousand a day, that's that's no small amount of cash. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's so it's every single day. Yeah, so it's going to be a week because, you know, Christmas is coming up and people are busy. So we're doing right. a week of shows with Occupy Democrats for this week. And then we're going to, you know, reassess for the new year and think about different ways to improve and everything. So, yeah, I mean, it really is a trial and error, which I don't think people realize that about like how fast things can change and how about like creating content. is just like on the fly, like with, you know, with traditional television, or whatever it takes, it could take weeks, months, even to get uh, some sort of idea on off the ground, you know, from conception to actually air. Oh no, no, no. We have like a day. <laughs> Like, right, figure right. everything out which is it's really fun actually um but yeah but um the mission behind this you know it's funny we actually did pretty early on think about like what our mission was my husband and i lauren my executive producer who does all this with me we're equal partners in this well shout say, out shout out right equal boom, boom. i mean look who's, look <laughs> yeah, who's right. here and who's mm -hmm. not right sorry exactly. <laughs> he's, he's exactly. right there giving me a side eye <laughs> Yeah. You, you know, you know, you know, our mantra on the show is fuck them. So, you know, that, that exactly, exactly. Um, no, but we really did actually think about like, what do we want to accomplish, especially because at the time I was still under contract with, you know, a network and I'm representing, you know, I was at the time representing um, them. And, you know, our first and foremost was education because it was so frustrating. And I think I think we all feel that frustration still 
um, with how much misinformation exists out there and how easy it is to, especially at the time when the news was, I mean, we, we were just watching CNN or MSNBC or even Fox sometimes to see what was going on. I mean, 24 hours a day, it was just on in the background while we were going about our lives. And it was just so frustrating to see people miss the important things or, or get something wrong. And it's not even just like, random people on the internet, like I was dealing with my family members and friends, you know, who were being sucked into this. And so our first and foremost thing was education, like we are going to give you the straight facts of it, which is why from the very beginning of our videos, we've always included every single source that we cite, you know, we make we make educated, we only uh, educated points, we only use reputable sites, I'm not here doing you know, Joe Schmo's blog post.com. <laughs> I, mean, I like some, Joe Schmo. Some people do. He's it's just an educated not what guy. we do. You know, and so <laughs> he does his own research. He does his own research. <laughs> That's right. That's what we want you to do. Do your own research. <laughs> so anyways um education first and then entertainment and comedy second and that's really kind of the focus of occupy democrats too everything we've done is education first and that's you know, you're gonna laugh you're gonna learn something you know you're gonna laugh but you're also gonna learn something and that's the main point of this like i said it's kind of um it's an explainer like game show you're going to get the facts and we're going to we just structured it in a way that you get to participate in learning those mm -hmm. those facts well which i think is pretty cool i'm i'm really stoked about it i i i'm actually really excited about it because i seen a video and i think i pulled it off the internet somewhere here of someone there's a lot of videos uh, talk, on the internet <laughs> talking about well see this person uh did a christmas song because we're coming up on christmas here and this person did a christmas song and it seems like um this is um Something on Fox News, War on Christmas, you know, the, the typical type Fox News, uh, real factual information. You know what I'm real. talking about. Oh, totally. But totally. someone. So so let me let me play this video that I found and uh, maybe you can tell us about it on the other side. We're beginning to fight the war on Christmas, just like a year ago. We'll say Merry Christmas Never stopped, but we'll pretend the tradition's dead and blame it all on Joe. We've pretended that there's a war on Christmas since 2004. Thanks, Bill. Oh, when Tifa was still your tree, a black Santa cannot be part of Christmas lore. White host wearing suits manufactured disputes and fake outrage on Fox and Friends. Laura will squawk and Tucker will shock white supremacy they will defend. And next year we'll rinse and repeat and do this bit again. Go ahead and give us a response on uh, the war, the, the video war on Christmas. I don't know who that girl is, but she's real talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, there is there is a similarity between that with this with this video between you and Gabe. Gabe loves his wigs. And uh, I, I know this whole box. I love them so much. I yeah. have names. I've named them. I'm that person. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I, so do you. Do you feel like you're a little bit like uh, Moira in in Schitt's Creek? Oh, like yeah. every oh, one yeah. of them has a name, and they've got. I love a, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny. I'm, you put it yeah. on, and I'm just like a completely different person. <laughs> and I love it so much. It might be it, but though it might be a little bit different for you. For me, uh, I, I put on a wig, and I still have my uh, my facial hair. So, you know, there's that. I don't really have uh, that problem someone... most, most days. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if I really cared about it, I would shave. And somebody asked me uh, not too long ago, they're like, uh, 
why don't you like shave when you play like some female character? And I'm like, listen, if and in all the female characters that I play are typically ones of like Fox News, Republicans, whatever. And I was like, right. if I respected that party at all, I would. But for people like Lauren Bober and Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'm going to keep the facial hair on. I'm going to just that, that's just that's just the look in the field that I have going yeah. for it. But yeah, I agree with you. The wig, like you put it on and you're a whole different thing. My girlfriend will ask me questions and I'm in character, you know, and the whole thing. And I've got people across the street. If the windows are open and I've got the, like, cause the windows from the street come straight in and I've got the green screen. So I might be, I might be like putting on the, uh, like my tan bra, you know, and then putting on a blouse and people walking by, you know, get a little bit of a show that, you know, that's how it goes. That is one thing that happened. Um, we started doing parody songs pretty early on. I don't remember what the first one was. Oh, it was like a COVID world with a whole new world when Disney refused down in Florida, refused to close. Remember that? Fucking Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, but then we got, you know, better <laughs> at it. We got the wig and my, my, my apartment at the time, we, we had just moved in. Like I said, like two weeks, we had moved from Manhattan and we had no furniture. All we had was equipment <laughs> in our house. Like we were lucky. <laughs> we were lucky to have a couch. We had nothing else. I stood up for six months eating food because we didn't have a table. We didn't have nothing. So anyway, but we had all these lights and we just set the wig because we didn't even have like a storage. Like this didn't exist. Nothing existed. We didn't have a place to put anything. And the wig was just standing on like a mic stand. And my neighbor had been gone for like a month as people did during this time. And she came back and she was like, she's walking by and she's like, so I have to ask. <laughs> and just like, Is this some like... <laughs> you're like i got this whole like home alone scheme going on over oh, here i got a oh, i got a and then, and then cardboard cut out in a train when we revealed that we just you know became overnight tiktok stars and she got even more concerned so <laughs> yeah oh jesus so she thinks you're doing like like these these sex videos on tiktok she's like who are these people right and, right. and gabe's neighbors Gabe's neighbors are like, look at this Soros Antifa guy over here. Is this yeah. what Antifa does? Yes, this is what These we do. Soros people. I mean, they're getting free shows. So, you know, socialism, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it uh, so much. <laughs> I am. I am. I am so happy that we have you here. And the reason why is because we always play a trivia game on our show. So it is kind of like this trifecta thing where we are going to have a game show host playing trivia on the Tony Michaels podcast. But not only that, we are going to play, we are going to play game show trivia. Now to tell you, we're not as high tech as you. We don't have like the, <laughs> we do not have all that crazy stuff. I don't, we, I, we just, I don't know it. Like I said, I have an executive <laughs> producer sitting right there. Thank God he's around. I don't know anything. Oh. <laughs> um, here's, the, here's the rules okay. for game show trivia. Rules are, I'm going to ask five multiple choice questions. Each question is worth one point. Okay. First one to ring in on their buzzer will get a chance to answer the question. So excited. Get it wrong and your opponent will have a shot for the point. Whoever has the most points after the five questions wins. Are you ready? Let's do this. Let's play game show trivia. Question number one. Now, remember, these are multiple choice questions. The very first TV game show was based on a radio quiz show that aired in 1940. It first appeared on TV in 1950. Are you guys that old? The contestants were asked questions 
and if they couldn't answer them correctly, were required to perform silly stunts, like in a TikTok, as a consequence. What is the name of this game show? Is it A, a moment of truth, B, truth or consequences, C, truth or dare, or D, instant recall? I'm going to go with B, truth and consequences. That seems logical. That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> I feel like back then that was my that was like I was like I feel like if there's anything it's got to be that one because I almost feel like they're like game shows. Let's just we're not even going to be creative. It's just right. going to be the the premise of the show is the title, which I you no, know that's right works. that's right. <laughs> like here it's called game, right? Our 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 our, our, our fucking graphic says game. It's the game that we're. You know, playing, at this right? point you have to be really really simple because everything you any name that you come up with has already been taken. Them. right exactly <laughs> right and there's a website yeah. the url thing it's a whole thing yep. it's a whole thing okay question number two and 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 the, the question is going to give this away of how it's structured but <laughs> but it's it's i've got some you know i got some nostalgic ones like the last one i have some updated ones question number two the answer this quiz show hosted by Alex Trebek featured contestant Kim Jennings, who set an unprecedented record for winning 74 consecutive wins in 2004. The question, which show is this? Is it A, knockout? Is it B, is it, is it B, cram? Is it C, winning streak? Or is it D, jeopardy? Real tough. But I'm gonna, mm-hmm. you know, going out on a limb here. Jeopardy. <laughs> D is correct. Yay! Jeopardy. How did you ever? How did you ever guess? How did Dude, you I, ever guess? I, I, I believe the the, the, cor- the correct answer. Uh, I don't want to correct you, Tony. It would have been what is Jeopardy? No, no, that's oh, not correct. Because yeah. I said I said number two <laughs> is the answer, and then I asked the question at the end. All so right, all right, all right. I, I made sure to structure that one, and I totally did not steal these off the internet. Totally definitely did not. Didn't, no. You're very, did, definitely yeah, did yeah, not. No one can look I wrote, this up. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote every single one of these questions and researched them for days. Trust me. Days. Mm-hmm. Okay, question number three. <laughs> Heather is in the lead. Question number three. One of the earliest game shows was televised from 1952 to 1967. The premise of the show consisted of contestants whispering his or her secret into the host ear. The audience was clued in to the secret, but a panel of celebrities had to guess the secret from asking questions. Do you remember the name of this game show? Was it A, I've got a secret? Was it B, rumor has it? Rumor has it. Was it C, play your hunch? Or was it D, family secrets? At first, I was going to say Hollywood Squares, but I was like, no, that's been a, that was on the last point. We're going to get to Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, was it A? I've got a secret. Was it yeah, B? Feel... Rumor has it. C. Play two. your hunch. Or D. Family secrets. Yeah. See, part of me is like, I want to go A, but then rumor has it feels like a little. T- I'll go with it. B. Rumor has <clears throat> it. Wrong. No? Heather. Wow. Heather. Wow. Heather. You. You get tossed the questions. Okay. You now have a chance for the point. A. I've got a secret. B rumor has it. C player hunch or D family secrets. I have to go with A. Say B. It was, but no, no, say what you did. <laughs> okay, A, A, A. I've got a secret. Is correct. Hey, oh, thank you, Gabe, gosh. for getting that wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. 
At least Heather I was is, in the right. I was in the right area, right, like yeah, A or B. I was, right, when yeah. you were talking about it, I could visualize that because my grandparents loved what's that? The Game Show Network. Oh my gosh, they watched it all the time, and so I could visualize it, but I didn't know the name. So I think I think there's a, a, a pop culture reference in the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. You were speaking on Tom Hanks earlier, um, called "Catch Me If You Can." Me if you can oh, I love in that the very movie. first. Uh, uh, Abagnale Jr. appears on the game show, and I th- I don't think that's the one, but um, it makes me think of that, mm. like because I I never watch like old episodes. Oh, that's of old right. Movies. Yeah, he yeah yeah yeah. Because right. I had to guess which like, which one was the it was actual like two truths and a lie, right, or something like oh. that. Yeah yeah yeah. I don't know if so that was the exact one, think but I remember he they they all the, they said that they were different. They they. They're like I'm so and so, or like I'm a William Abbott right? I'm a da 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 da, and then you had to guess which one Who went, was yeah. right. And they're like, so I don't was think that's I've got a secret, but I think that's sort of how it was. You oh, know, yeah. game shows are game shows, right? They're very similar. <laughs> right. So there are some very weird game shows out there. I've definitely seen there some are. really really odd ones uh, that you can still find to this day on on YouTube where people are like. What the fuck was this about? Right, exactly. <laughs> everyone, there's like always an audience, and they're getting pleasure off of someone else's like despair and sadness, and and at the end, it's like hopefully you win. For instance, there was one that I watched uh, not too long ago on YouTube, um, and I'm blanking on the name, but there's a series of questions. And the host is asking you these questions to get more and more personal and more and more intimate, uh, revealing secrets that maybe your family or partner don't even know. And there was one where basically it was revealed that this woman had an affair and it was revealed oh, on shit. this episode. And then the dude came out and it was it was like, you know, and then she wanted to keep like going. Jerry Springer. It does. <laughs> but with money involved. <laughs> But with money like, involved. It's kind of like a game <laughs> like, show in itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, it's a shit show for sure. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Whole new yeah, you know what? That might have been the name of the show. It's called Shit Show. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, I do the shit list, but the shit show, I don't know. Maybe that's, <laughs> oh, that's, maybe that's good. Okay, question number four. Now, now, Gabe, Heather is in the lead here, but with the bonus question that we have, you may be able to tie, but oh, she boy. is in the lead here. Uh-oh. Okay, question number four. One of my favorite game shows was one that combines celebrities with the game of tic-tac-toe. Peter Marshall was the original host of this game show. Which show was it? Is it A, Shoot for the Stars? Is it B, Hollywood Squares? Is it C, Tic-Tac-Doe? <laughs> or is it or is it D, Celebrity Squares? Uh, the answer is Hollywood Squares. It is. It's B is Hollywood Squares. I probably wouldn't have, have known that if you didn't here. give it away earlier. <laughs> right. You're like, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll yeah. get to that one. We'll get to I'm not, I'm, 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 I don't claim, there's no cash prizes here, Heather. So we're not giving what? away cash. Oh, we're done. So we're I was promised cash this. money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Done with this. No. T- t- so we, we don't, the, the, the prize here is that um, you get to beat Gabe at trivia. Uh, obviously, <laughs> that's, that's where this that's is headed. That's perfect he, enough. He, because I, <laughs> because I have a bonus question here on this one, okay. uh, because I was actually interested in, uh, I did some more research. I did my own research, not on Facebook, um, but I did did my own research on this show. Uh, and I came up with a bonus question here. Bonus question is, 
who made the most appearances on Hollywood Squares? Is it A, Whoopi Goldberg? Is it B, Jonathan Winters? Is it C, Joan Rivers? Or is it D, Paul Lindy? I think it's Whoopi. That is not correct. Gabe, do you want a chance at the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it Paul Lindy? It is. It is Paul Lindy. Gabe is the comeback kid here. Oh, we do have two to three. This was rigged. So, so to give you, so to give you a little history here, uh, Lindy appeared seven hundred and seven times on Hollywood Squares. God. Yes, uh, Lindy apparently was a very uh, famous uh, comedian. He wasn't a famous actor because apparently he was not any good at acting. He was a famous comedian, uh, but he became the uh, be to be known as the Center Man. Like he, oh, this yeah. was his claim to fame. Mm-hmm. This was his claim to fame to be the Center Square. On Hollywood Squares because he had so many appearances, right? Um, until and that's how I out. remember him on the show because he was always on. Right, the show. like he also has a very uh, unique voice, right? Like he reminds me of um, uh, if you guys ever watched American Dad, he sounds kind of if I remember correctly, he sounds similar to the alien on the show right. that was in the attic. Anyway, mm. <laughs> so that's that's where Gabe's going is the aliens <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's where I got this answer. That's where I yeah. got this answer. But, but to your your answer, Heather, in 1998, Whoopi Goldberg did start to – they brought the show back because in the early 90s, it went away. Yeah, I remember and Whoopi's, that. Yeah, Whoopi's production company brought it back, and not only was she the executive producer, but she was the permanent center yep. square that's, see, that's until 2002. Yeah. Right, mm. right. So that's why I did th- throw that into trip. Uh, but well, but I mean I still um, think it was this was rigged. I don't know collusion. And, yeah right right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Whoopi Whoopi actually left in 2002, and I think uh, Henry Winkler. Joined the view? I think so. And Henry Winkler took over the show for a few years, and I think it was Jeffrey Tambor that was the host for a while of the modern what 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 our generation thinks of as mm. Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Um, so, but, um, um, no, it's, um, Hollywood squares has a lot of history. If you go look it up, whether you're interested or not. So question, (laughs) question number five, final question here, whoever answers this either is a tie because I do not have a tiebreaker question is a tie or Heather can win it. In many of the early game shows, the cash prizes were not very big, Heather. They were not very big at all. Such was the case with this game show, which originally aired from 1956 to 1968, like modern history type stuff, right? The celebrity panel would hear a story about one of the three contestants and had to match the story to the right contestant. What was the name of this show? Remember, we were talking about this earlier. Oh, you're going to give it away again. (laughs) Number A. Number A. Number A. Number A. Number A. A, to tell the truth, is the answer B, snap judgment, C, spill the beans, or D, call my bluff? I'm going to have to guess. Uh, A. A A is correct. A is correct. Heather wins. (laughs) Heather wins. What was it? I can't even remember. To tell the truth. To tell the truth. To tell the truth. Okay. I I was was trying to float this. I was trying to float this earlier with the William Abingdale Jr. (laughs) Because See, I knew I knew there was a truth in the title. I was like, two truths and a lie. I was like, I don't think that's what lie, I was but... thinking too. I'm glad honestly right. I would have got it wrong if that was the case. So. Because I knew this question was You're from welcome like the for 1950s the layup. and 1960s. <laughs> 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 thank thank you for winning the game, Heather. There is no cash prize, but you did win uh the trivia game. 
so much fun. Thank you for playing. Well, I finally get game to win. I don't get to play my own game, so I'm excited to like win. <laughs> so, so with with the game show and like the video that you did that we watched, mm-hmm. um, the War on Christmas. Yeah. Do you find it uh, harder and harder to uh, make fun of the right wing? You know, uh, I, as, people as, ask me that after, themselves. after Trump lost. They're like, "Well, what are you going to do now?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, there's plenty of things." Mm-hmm. Um, Fortunately, uh, no, I don't find it hard at all. <laughs> I mean, every day there's something. I mean, it's up. It's it is. I will say not as grandiose or as well. I'm gonna say as idiotic, but, but you know, Lauren Boebert does exist. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, there is plenty. There is plenty of content to keep us going. Yeah, I can say what? from 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 my own personal standpoint, like the, the creating the satire or parody. You know, I, I had similar conversations with people like after the election were like, mm-hmm. well, Trump's out, you know, he's on his way out. You know, now now what are you going to do? Or or what I really enjoy were the people that would threaten me or whatever in comments and be like, oh, well, he's not president anymore. Now what? You know, and it's like he's not. Do you think he's the only person in politics? Like I there there is a whole body of government beyond him. So. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised <laughs> that you think it's only Donald Trump. Like, you probably do worship this dictator, which I'll probably continue to make fun of you type of people. <laughs> but yeah. When which, which you have done a fantastic job of, by the way. It's, I mean, it really, yeah, thank you. It really is one of those things where uh, I'm just like, you guys continue to provide more and more material. And then once I create the material, you are there to provide more and more complimentary material in the comments and then i'll make another video or this or that or what have you but yeah it's just one of those things where they like oh what are you gonna do now i'm gonna do the same thing and he's probably not gonna leave (laughs) despite the fact that he was like if i lose the election you'll never hear from me again well unfortunately we still hear from you every single why couldn't he another lie why couldn't he just had like one truth it could not not have been the one for him to just go away forever you know, speaking of the orange man, there is a book there behind you that I want to ask you about. The mean orange man. Oh, really? What you is, mean this what book is that, that I just put right here in the frame for you yes. to? Oh, oh, how how funny! You should see this. <laughs> yeah. What What is that book? It's my pride and joy. Um. So it's it's so weird and funny to think about like all the things that we have done in just a short amount of time, like content wise, and how different my life is doing this kind of stuff. I never in a million years thought that I could say that we published a book. And here we are. This was a parody book. This turned out, um, it was a TikTok video that my husband did. We do parodies, uh, as you saw, the parody song. But we did a parody book of the green eggs and ham. And we just, he wrote it, wrote a little book. I put together um, a video on it. It was just our normal stuff. Nothing fancy, no fancy graphics or illustrations or anything. And we, we were on our way to like a socially distanced, like barbecue at the time. And I'm like posting it in the car, I'm, like hit send. By the time we got to the barbecue, um, which was like an hour away, it well, it already had hit like 50,000 views, which is wild. Oh and God. people like hundreds, thousands of comments. Where can we get this book? And so we just decided, we're like, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to do this book. And so we hired an artist to commission, you know, all of these <laughs> illustrations. My oh. personal favorite. I mean, it's real trolly on Trump, you know. But also, you know, like the factual. Uh, you know, we do not like it when he tweets. We do not. Uh, or when he sends troops to our streets. This was all based on the current stuff right. that was happening. This was based on 
the George mm-hmm. Floyd's protests in Washington. You know, we use real, real quotes from him. You know, Obama spying on my campaign, the thugs, you know, all kinds of stuff. But this one's my favorite. <laughs> the, uh, oh, we do not like his stance on guns. A good guy with a gun. We do not like his cokehead son. <laughs> anyway. I mean, this is a fantastic children's book, by thank the way. You, yeah, thank fantastic. you so much. Um, you know, people, some people did not agree. So, <laughs> so, so, so where, where do we find this book? This exactly. is, you know what? This was a limited, now, now it's rare. Now it's worth definitely more Ooh. than uh, oh, $20. My um, we sold out. So. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, no, I, I, was know, gonna, I know, right? I, it was crazy. We did like a pre-order to see how many people actually wanted to buy it. And then, right? so we posted, because we did the regular video. Then we like, in within a month, we had like the, we found the publisher. We, we had to like, um, he's like a registered, my husband is a registered author now. Like if you Google his name, he comes up that he's an author. I became a publisher because you have to have like names. Oh my Wild, gosh. crazy stuff. Um, and so- all this on the ride to a to a barbecue. Yeah. We, just, we just decided we're like we could do this we could do this um and so we put out a video after like all the the graphics came out and it is still our number one video today we got five million views that is awesome on this video and well, we sold out i see why you're proud of the book i am it's that just is- like mm-hmm. it's just so like it's nothing i ever thought that i would do and like same same with the occupy democrats trivia show like this is something that i never thought that i would would do and you know we we teamed up with Midas um earlier this year and right. produced from this very same spot our own version of a late night show you know with my feminist like you know slant and everything and like this there's so much that I just didn't realize that I had in me <laughs> or you know working us working together too we've been together for 11 years and on the same like path we've been in the same industry and never once thought to work together and you know it's just like why like why limit yourself I, we published a book crazy i'm really proud of it i am you're a publisher he's an author and you have figured out that you can work together without killing each other most days (laughs) (laughs) so so there is a new segment that we want to do here and it's not a trivia question but it is a question because uh before we before we shoot to you giving us your shameless plug of where we can find all this stuff i want to do one more thing okay and the, the it's a it's a random card draw. And the one more thing is a question. And here's the question. Have you ever eaten a whole tube of Pringles by yourself? So we want to have a discussion here of have you. So we want to know the world wants to know. Heather, oh, really. do they do they do they? Yeah, they absolutely yes. do. Have you ever <laughs> sat and ate? You know, once you pop, you can't stop. Right. Have you ever ate? You ever ate a whole can of Pringles? I mean, probably, probably. But truth be told, I haven't had Pringles in a very long time. But probably, because oh we used gosh. to have them in my house, you know, as a kid growing up. And it's true. Once you pop, you cannot stop. So probably, yeah. <laughs> Gabe, how about you? Have you ever been able to sit and eat an entire can of Pringles? Uh, I don't recall if I've ever eaten a whole can of Pringles. I've definitely run through other bags of chips, you know? Um, <laughs> like, like, what's your favorite? I'm a big kettle uh, type oh, chip person. Oh, I do love those. those you know? are so good. You know? Kettle chips. So, yeah, yeah, like a, like a sea salt and vinegar or a jalapeno, you know? Those are pretty good. Mm, mm, uh, yeah, it's, 
You see these chip connoisseur things. See, I'm like a Doritos, nacho, and cheese. I'm a Ruffles man. Love it. Right, right, right. Lays. I do love chips. Good. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, they're good. I mean, how do you think Americans are so tubby? Is the is the <laughs> the chip conglomerate is keeping us fat? And that's why. That's why. Because when I read this question, I'm like, oh man, have I went through cans of Pringles? <laughs> yeah, have you? Uh, tell us. Uh, uh, well, so there are several. Of course, the original Pringles are the fucking bomb. Like that's that's where it's at. Right. What do you mean the, the original Pringles? Like just the, the, original, the flavor, the salt, yeah, right? Just plain. It oh, says plain. original. Oh, oh, it oh, says oh, original. Sorry. It says I original. thought you meant like there was an original like you know how there's like classic coke with like real sugar and then there's like the US coke with like whatever sugar. I thought you were saying like there was an original recipe you know, or original well, I mean, style. technically there is. It is that. That's how they started. Was the one? Yeah. The oh, one yeah, yeah. Okay. Flavor. I get it now. I, I get. I get what you're saying. Okay. But so 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 the original are the fucking bomb, and then of course sour cream and onion kick so much oh, ass, yeah. right? So good. But those are yeah. what? What? Ugh. Yeah, the sour Ugh. cream and onion. Oh, it's coming from sea salt and vinegar over here. Oh, come on please uh sour cream get out of here <laughs> guy. i i don't even i don't even eat sour cream but i eat sour cream and onion chips by god do you like the sour cream and what is it cheddar cheese that one what, is, what the, is best. That one do is the best that one do i fuck oh yeah my the sour cream and cheddar cheddar and sour the, cream. the ridges yeah, oh my god no. and the cheese sticks in there and you can like oh you can almost like lick the cheese and the sour cream <laughs> off of it before you oh eat the god. chip that's how good it <laughs> yep, is yep yep no uh like when you hard pull pass. one out of the bag and hard it's pass. caked in the cheese, you're like, oh, this is this is what I've been waiting for. This entire bag is this one chip mm. with all this cheese caked on it mm-hmm. is the so one good. chip I've been waiting so for. No, not, no, I'm good. I'm good. You uh, know, well, just like, you know. A, I'm, you know, like I don't like when people, uh, not with people, but I don't like uh, Cool Ranch. Ugh. What? Yeah, uh, yeah cool I'll ranch. give you that one, actually. Cool Ranch is not my fave. Yeah. Not you know, bad, I hate when they do but... like the the crazy ones like like buffalo wild wing they do all kinds and of crazy ketchup. ass flavors now and they do the kind oh my god yeah yeah wasabi, well, there was, the, was it was it was it lays or wh- who was it that was i think it was lays it was the you can you can uh submit your own oh, flavors yeah. and we'll make it yeah and no I like combine that, flavors and right stuff. right and, and then anything. they would put on the shelves and the shelves were the real test to be like you know people voted online they submitted this is what was picked and then from there, like, is this going to be a a new it leader in the chip space? <laughs> right. Yeah, I would say so a lot see, of them were miss. So see, Heather, next time you you launch a product because <laughs> you are you are launching products all over the place here. Next time you launch a product, you should you know combine flavors, put it on a shelf, <laughs> have the consumer go get this product. Mm-hmm. Love and it, vote love it. on vote on rather this which one they should have perfect i, I really do it. appreciate you joining us today and thank, thank you for you. giving us your insight into the pringles i mean obviously this is the me hardest. and you know what the pringles is and it's hard to know this stuff, stuff but gabe needed has no to know education first right. education absolutely first. absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> thank you guys so so give us give us a shameless <laughs> plug of where we can find not only the trivia show but we can find all your stuff uh all those videos that you make Tell us where all this content is, where it lives. All right, well, you can find me literally anywhere, too many social media sites at Heather GTV, or just type in Heather Gardner. I'm usually one of the first ones that pop up. Um, but then also the trivia show, which launches on Monday. I'm not sure what when this airs, but Monday would we'll be playing all through this week, Monday through Friday, starting tomorrow, which is 
December 13th through the 17th on the Occupy Democrats Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Occupy Democrats. And the cool thing about this show is that it's going to be live. So make sure you set an alarm. You have to play live and you can interact and play and submit your answers from everyone across the United States, which is so cool. It's so cool. It's the very first social media game show where people can actually play together on Facebook. It's really, really kind of cool. So yeah, and it's going to be on four o'clock my time, which is Pacific and then 7 p.m. Eastern time. West That's Coast, fantastic. Best Coast. West Coast, Best oh, Coast. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. Sorry. You, you <laughs> California people. See here, see, I tried to give you a shameless plug and then you're doing the Soros, <laughs> California thing. We're crying out loud. We're crying oh, out loud. No, I, I, I do, I do. I, I want to thank you for coming on and please come back anytime, not just Ooh. to interview but maybe maybe we'll have you on like um, as a guest host of our trivia show or something. Ooh, maybe we have some fun. maybe we have some big guest, mm-hmm. and you can come up with the trivia or something because be you fun. are now you are now the left wing Soros trivia queen. Thank so you. I appreciate you coming Thank on. Thank you. I really I, this is a, a title <laughs> that I will take very seriously. Thank you. <laughs> I really do. I I I I'm so glad you came on and. Uh, Never be shy. If you want to come back on, hey, let us know. Anytime. We'll have you on anytime. If there's something you'd like to, to uh, especially tell Gabe about uh, potato chips and school him. I, on, I was about to say, we need to get him up to speed on these flavors. I know. I know. This is ridiculous. Oh, boy. Salt and vinegar. <laughs> How boring is that? Yeah. How I boring. I mean, it's pretty good. I, How I just delicious. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you guys Thank you. so and, much. Absolutely. And yeah. stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Thanks, Heather, for joining us. Thank you. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels Podcast. I've always wanted to learn a new language, but whenever I try, it never sticks. So when Babbel made a MAGA edition, I knew I had to give it a try. Babbel MAGA edition makes it really easy to learn. And there's lots of lessons to choose from, like subtly racist to full-blown white supremacist. The first lesson began with learning simple phrases, and soon I was putting those words and phrases into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes to complete, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words that I'm struggling with. I chose Babbel MAGA edition because it's created by smart white people like me and now i can't wait to explore meet new friends and use my new maga skills with my in-laws all lives matter fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck them we're back to the tony michaels podcast welcome 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 back show thanks for sticking with us what a great interview a really 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 great interview with heather we had fun playing trivia with heather uh and gabe you know that you didn't win no game, but we did have a lot of fun yeah it was a ton of fun uh i'll get her next time I'll get her hey, next well, you were close. You were you were about I to was. come back. I was I was coming back. I I know I know. Well, it, if and, there uh, was another question in the mix, oh, so you, you're blaming it on me? 
I don't know. Also, I'm pretty sure that when you get the question right, the bonus question is then given to you, you know? Oh, oh, so now I'm being blamed. Now I'm being blamed for not, not adhering to the rules correctly. It's fine. I got the question. I got the bonus right. question right you got anyway. got the question anyway. So what What the hell is all the all It's about the about? damn principle, Tony. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, next time, next time I host <laughs> and don't play... I'll try to remember to make sure to rig it up so that our guest wins and you lose again. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> just just admitting the truth. So you know, <laughs> I, uh, I I want to I want to say at the end there with the chip thing. I, I don't know if uh, anyone likes the new one more thing, but I really like the one more thing where we draw a card, just some yeah. random ass question. And uh, I, I I had I did not have you penned in as a salt and vinegar chip person, which is kind of That's the thing. These one more thing, these questions, right. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. right. You know? Yeah. I I surprised you. Maybe I surprised other people too. You know, maybe it shouldn't be such a surprise that you're, you are, (laughs) I mean, maybe it shouldn't be, I mean, it is, but maybe it shouldn't. I I think they're a great, like, you know, you, you, you can snack, you know, I'll have my, like my, you know, my sparkling water, maybe some chips, you know, or, oh, or here, like I'll have sparkling a... water and for people out there in our audience that doesn't know this guy is always, always trying to push the sparkling water on me. Like all the time. I mean, we're, we're just, in production. I just want to, I just want to have a direct tap. I want a direct CO2 line. Oh, Feed me water. Get I've got my own little water shit. Again. Yeah. Hey, look, I got my own little soda stream in my, in my, in, uh, in my kitchen. And it's great. It saves me tons yeah. of money. You know, I buy a little we canister don't get from paid. Bed Bath and Beyond. Why are you pimping? We don't. Not, this is a sponsor. <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm hoping that maybe SodaStream will hear this. Like somebody <laughs> will like, and we'll finally get a sponsor on the show. Yeah, and I would love to just every day just like sip on some SodaStream water and be like, ah, Here we this go podcast is even more fresh <laughs> because. Of uh, you know soda stream water, or like I wasn't as parched anymore, and I was able to talk without cotton mouth oh, thanks geez. to Soda Stream. Crazy. Maybe we should have the guy that does our parody commercials do some kind of uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, work up something on the uh, on on right, the sparkling yeah, yeah. water. You know? Yeah, exactly. So so let me ask: Is car- carbonated water and sparkling water are the same? Right. Yes, but there are differences between. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. The connoisseur <laughs> stuff. Here we go. Club soda. Uh, so you've got club soda, tonic, which yeah, is sweeter. Then right, you've got, right. uh, there's mm-hmm. sparkling water. Then there's, uh, uh, there is, um, which any reasonable person knows that this is all just, just <laughs> turn the damn faucet on and get a glass of ice water. Would you please? Yeah. But it's like, you know, let's say you go work out or, you know, you're really parched. Ah, I mean, it here has been scientifically, scientifically proven that carbonated, like, Bubbles, We're not trying you know? to attract the QAnon crowd. We don't. I'm just need saying. The... Yeah, well. it just it's it satiates the yeah, the thirst quench that you have. Right. It's not Gatorade. Gatorade's not a we're thirst gonna... quencher. Okay, <laughs> it's sparkling water. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start getting we're gonna start getting the boneheads watching our show because Gabe is preaching all this wellness stuff. Speaking of boneheads, <laughs> speaking of boneheads, we do have bonehead of the week. Uh, let me put up the contestants. Now, I I did kind of mess this up this week. I don't know if you know this, Gabe. But I, I did mess this up. I put out the poll for the bone of the week, and Christian Walker, Lauren Bobert, and Mark Meadows uh, are on the poll. Now you caught it last week, and I had to delete it and redo it. But I, I didn't do it for the entire week. But I do feel like I do feel 
<laughs> I, I knew there would be. I knew there would be something. Goodbye. I'm, I'm leaving the right. podcast. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> so, so, but, but I, I, I let me let me bring it up here. Here's the. Um, Let's see. Here's here's the. Is it poll. over? Did it end? It ended. It, it, wow. It, it, wow. It, it ended. End. People can't even vote on it now. But listen, but listen <laughs> we got 935 votes, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Here's the thing. I I did I did see it this morning. I didn't realize that it was over, but uh, I feel like Mark Meadows was a hard one to beat. I well, you know, it was closer than I imagined it would be. Actually, like you yeah. got 20, 20, less than twenty four percent to Christian Walker, which was if anyone realizes why we put him on there is because of this little viral video that he did where he's standing from a gas pump complaining about filling up his Land Rover while he's got like a, a, a six thousand dollar hoodie on or some shit. Yeah, I think right? I think it also in the video he says for his Land Rover, which he paid ninety dollars. Anyone who anyone who complains <laughs> about paying for gas for their SUV needs to shut the fuck up. Right. Okay. Uh, you bought an SUV, you bought something that is literally the worst gas mileage in a city just because you have a little pee pee and you have some sort of like right. situation to compensate for. I don't really care, but at the end or, of the day, or you got the money to throw at it and you can fill up right. your gas. Yeah, and not have, exactly. I, you know, my guess was, and I actually said this, I think on the shitless roundup, uh, when, when I was talking about this video, I, I, I said, this guy is ne- cause like when he's like, when he's pointing at the gas pump, he doesn't even know which number to point at. Cause he's not sure which one is the price and which one's the gallon. Mm-hmm. Like he's never probably really ever worried about the price of gas or he never. probably ever filled up his own car. Right. He's probably always has someone go fill it up <laughs> and bring it back. Well, right? yeah. Like, so like, I cool. have a, I will say this for context for anyone listening Christian Walker and I, we have history. Okay. I started making these videos because he, uh, he has a tendency to just speak, um, just absurdity. He has, he has a tendency to just say dumb shit that he knows nothing about. So I make these little videos that are, uh, one is a character that I'm his roommate and I live with him and I have to deal with this. And it's usually like through a FaceTime call or I'm on the other side of the door while he's ranting or I'm in the backseat of the car. The other one is when he's in line uh, at Starbucks giving an order and I'm the Starbucks barista having to deal with it. (laughs) And I'm having a side conversation in the actual uh, coffee shop. But he found out that I was making these videos and got very upset at me and was uh, he he as he should be as he should. Right. Right, right. Well, the reason he was so mad was because I was calling him out on these things and my videos on TikTok before he got banned twice, my videos on TikTok were were getting more views and getting more engagement because of the people who were he was pissing off were then coming to my videos for that. And uh, uh, what ended up happening is he left the platform, but he before that he blocked me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, which I found hilarious, specifically because it's coming from someone who is like, don't censor freedom, freedom of speech, right? right. Like I've got my right. first amendment, right? Don't. And it's like that. That's all wow. he blabbers on about too. Well, that's right, all right. any of these cons- conservatives. No you know, one can really tell you past the second amendment. What? Right. The bill. Right. Well, I mean, can they, they really tell you the first or the second, what they actually say? They can't even get those. No, right. no, no, no. Well, they, they only can tell you one part of a longer, uh, right. Closet Speaking there. of people who no. don't know the first or second amendment, it brings us to our second contestant here. Because uh, Lauren Bobert got uh, just under 32% of the vote of the 935 mm-hmm. votes. Um, and of course, she doesn't know 
anything about the Second Amendment either, right? I mean, nope. She she claims she does, and she has what? What's what's the fucking name of her restaurant? She she. Oh, uh, it was called. Uh, is it called like Guns or Shooters or some shit or Shooters Shooters Grill? Is it Shooters Shooters Grill? Shooters the one Grill. where she yeah, s- yeah. serves the diarrhea uh, loose meat sandwiches, right? Right. The the pork sliders that's go right, right through right, you yeah. into the toilet. Uh-huh, right. Yeah, that's the one where their wait staff are able to open carry while serving food because that's not some sort of like combination for a bad outcome <laughs> what you mean lauren bobert and cooking food in general or just her oh yeah because- no for that yes for her and that in general but also these waiters it's like what happens when it's like i i don't know if there's ever been a disgruntled uh like customer before but they can bring guns in as well so it's like what's right. gonna happen here you know I know. Well, and and you know, the, I can't even remember why we put her on the. Uh, I will have to oh, remember it's, this because. Well, I think I, it, was, it was. Go ahead. Uh, well, there's it, no telling. There's so many stuff because we'll have yeah. to we'll have to recall because we always do the Bonehead of the Week show every weekend. Um, so we'll have to remember for the show. Maybe we'll have some video evidence of why we even put her on the list because I actually like sitting here. I'm not even recalling exactly the reason why. So we'll have to look that up. And, and recall and we'll probably have to pull some video up for for this weekend's show because you guys know we do the bone end of the week every weekend um and we've been i think this is uh we're on number four right and we're in four then yeah the yeah third number, or fourth number one? four yeah, yeah yeah you go to the youtube um subscribe to the uh youtube channel and uh you can go over there and look at bone end of the week of course we will do another episode this weekend oh you know what i remember now it's okay. because she did the she had the tweet that was pushing the QAnon conspiracy about missing children. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's because right. it was, was the the previous week she had uh she, well uh, around Thanksgiving she had pushed the whole Ilhan Omar is uh, the jihad. Then she right. doubled down on it and right. did her Christmas card giving all her kids um you know assault oh, rifles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then she tripled down. By then pushing more bullshit. It's really, out of it's really hard to keep track of this 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 crazy ass though. Well, yeah, and we really all know is. why Mark we all know why Mark Meadows is on there. And I guess I guess maybe by the weekend, by the time we get to the bone of the week show, we'll probably have some more Mark Meadow news. And and what I mean by that is maybe we'll have Lauren Bobert and Mark Meadow news because by then maybe we'll have some more of these uh it's it's crazy, it's crazy to actually see these texts. Um mm-hmm. and know who they're from, but I think the January sixth select committee, like by putting out these lawmaker, twi- like it's almost like they're fucking toying with them, right? Like, well, I think maybe so. they I mean, are though. Yeah. So I don't. I forgot if we were talking to someone or if we were just like someone that we were exchanging with on on Twitter, but someone was um talking about how it's a slow burn, right? So like releasing these things one at a time now they very well may be getting this information like slowly as they're like you know requesting Mm -hmm. data from companies or from people but also they might be planning this out to be like okay on this day we're going to drop these texts we're going to drop this communication we're going to drop this subpoena and this and this and this and this because if you did it all once right it all kind of uh gets overwhelming and people might lose track of something but right. you've got a constant burn on something that's happening. You might have a better chance of, you know, instead of throwing like one big 
rock into the the body of water you're dropping a little bunch of smaller rocks right that, right like, they create all the these ripples, ripples going right well and because right. i've been saying that for a long time is it's kind of this little drip 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 because they don't want to release everything at once because the trump chaos machine like you said will just take over these things and right. devour the important parts because the right. other text that i can't wait to see it because they even alluded to it in the contempt hearing is that um, there's a lot of staffers that have already yep. come forward, which yep. that means that there's probably message between not only the Congress person who is who is texting with Mark Meadows and trying to coordinate with the White House um, uh, and maybe even some of the rioters themselves, but that the staff members and the Congress person as well. Like, what is that communication? Like, what are they saying amongst themselves? Meaning like getting to the intent and the thought and the mythology mm -hmm. of, you know, uh, uh, methodology, excuse me, of what they're trying to actually accomplish with the Cheeto right. dust kangaroo coup. Like, I think that's going to be uh, some earth shattering stuff. And they've already said that uh, they've got hundreds uh, possibly of uh, current Congress people and even staff members that have right. come it, forward it, to. I to think if there's anything like we've, we already knew Republicans, like in some ways, Republicans are really smart in how they strategize certain policies and fuck over other people. However, other times they can be really fucking dumb. And I say that because they're over here sending texts. Uh, you know, it's revealed they're buying burner phones. They made a PowerPoint presentation on a, how to do one, two, three. And I'm like, if they they're were doing, that, I mean, uh, Mark Benos, they exposed in the committee hearing that he was using a personal email, which remember that was right. the earth shattering thing that yep. you're not supposed to do. And, and right, I mean, right. that was disqualifying to lead the country or some dumb shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the same stuff happened with Ivanka and Jared. They were using personal communications right. in public platforms and no one was like, everyone's like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's different. different. It's like, right. that's mm -hmm. not different, but right. yeah. Okay. But I will say, um, for all these communications and plans that they made, like if they were that dumb to do those things, uh, then they most definitely have personal <laughs> communications with all these staffers right. and other people. Like nobody's, if they just bought a day or two before three burner phones right. for, uh, uh, what's her face and her mom and someone else. Meanwhile, are in communication with Laura Trump, Eric Trump, Mark Meadows and other people right. higher up. I'm going to safely assume that they were not careful about keeping all of their communications um, in private. Like the stuff is going to be public. Someone's going to like text something and they're going to. Oh, there, there's going to be public. Used. Have you, have you yeah, seen the story like, oh, about I've, the, have you, well, have you seen the story about the Bonnie and Clyde insurrectionist? Have you seen this story? I, I was just yeah, so reading gonna, a story about yeah, them. Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to go deep, be deposed by the Jane. They've already turned over a bunch of documents because they're disgruntled because they were supposed to get pardons from something mm -hmm. that happened back in 2020 with this Steve Bannon build a wall thing. And they never received a pardon. So, uh, and which they're possibly communication with a Congressman, maybe with Trump that's yeah. saying, yeah, I'll pardon you or whatever. If you help right. me plan the, you know, who knows what's going to come out of that even. So yeah, yeah. I think, I think, um, making sure that people know that the January 6th select committee is not fucking around this idea, you know, cause I'm really sick of hearing this shit that, that all, oh, they're not going to do anything. Department of justice. Not, yeah, it's all bullshit. And, and it's obvious now that that was all bullshit the entire time that peddling this conspiracy theory that somehow Merrick Garland, the department of justice and the January 6th select committee is on Trump's side. And it's all right. there to make sure Trump then yeah, give me a fucking break. So, so that, 
that that kind of dampened that um, when members of Congress are freaking out. And we know who they are because they're freaking mm-hmm. out. And there's a list of them that have already had their fucking social media subpoenaed and stuff. Speaking right, of social exactly. media, don't forget to go like and follow and subscribe on our channels. Mine and Gabe's both at the Tony Michaels at I am Gabe Sanchez as well. Twitter, Instagram, the Tiki Talks, uh, and check out all and go to uh, go to the the Twitter page of the podcast at Tony Michaels Pod. Follow us there. That's where you will find this bonehead of the week uh, uh, poll every single week. And hopefully, whoever does the poll doesn't screw it up. Like mm-hmm. they did this week. Yeah, well, you know, it yep. happens. Yep. It yep. happens. And we, we got a thousand yep. votes and like I think it, yeah. it, it ended up setting for like two days. So that's pretty yeah. good. Keep voting out there because we we love the bonehead of the week. We like to do the show. Yeah. Um, I know you guys like it. You guys like the little video that Gabe does of the heads moving side with their little music and the pop at the end. That's 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 always fun. That's always yeah, fun. Yeah. Now we know the unfortunately or fortunately, we know who the winner is. You can go ahead and make the little <laughs> You go ahead and make the I guess little I'll video. Go ahead and make the video now. Yeah, yeah, you make the video. You make the video. And yeah. stay tuned to the shit list roundup again. That is every day. Twitter, Twitch, uh, noon Eastern, eleven Central, and then come visit us on the weekends for the Bonehead of the Week. Uh, and next week, uh, we already have a guest planned to record. I'm not going to give it away now because we haven't recorded it yet. But stay tuned next week. We have a guest. We're going to play trivia just like every week, two hours every single week of Let's Talk Nintendo Michaels podcast gabe thanks for joining us thanks for uh, all the work today because we were we were getting in on the uh you know yeah, people don't bright, know the background the 11th we hour right in right we were right there at the very end so <laughs> thanks for joining us come back next week thank you to all of you see you later gabe you've been listening to the tony michaels podcast, podcast. in your face commentary of current events and political news no rules no boundaries I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Meal Barn, head-ass speaking.